going on, everyone, and welcome back to a Dose of Magic podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brett. And we are finally back after about a two-week hiatus. We are very grateful for your patience as we went through scheduling issues and sickness and everything else. But Brett, it is the new year, first episode of 2022. Welcome back. How are you? I am doing very, very well. Happy New Year to you as well. Happy, happy New Year to all of our listeners out there. Uh, New Year, same us, same old <laughs> podcast. Like you started That's off correct. that podcast that way too last year. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing really, really well. Um, work is going good for now. Uh, we just acquired a really big new person. Cool. Um, so a lot of work coming up ahead of us. We're trying to get prepped for that. Um, Health-wise, doing well. Post-holiday, trying to still recover a little bit of just mm-hmm. a little bit of travel and stuff. So, doing really good. A lot to look forward to. How are you? I am also on the upswing. So, we, as you all know, we did not record last week because I was unfortunately sick. And I still have a little bit of a cough. So, I do apologize if one or two sneak in throughout this episode. But luckily for us, we have an insanely talented audio engineer named <laughs> Brett, who works on the audio in the background, so he is going to be able to edit out hopefully some of it, but just wanted to call that out, but yeah, I mean, I it really kicked my butt for a while, I can't even lie, it, it did have me down, my, my throat was insanely sore, and I was so tired, and Julie had fevers, you know, we, we really got hit pretty bad with it, so that stunk, but we are back, we're feeling good, a little nasally, but other than that, cannot complain. And work is great, kind of going into the, the new year on a good note as well. But people don't want to hear about COVID. They don't want to hear no. about any of that. They We hear about enough of that already. They're here for some Disney. So let's talk Disney. But before we do that, we do want to say thank you to everybody who entered yeah. our giveaway recently. That was a very cool experience online, seeing so many entries come in. And we even got some new followers out of it. So thank you. Hopefully that translates to listeners. And thank you to everyone who entered. And congrats uh, for our winner. Yeah. So if our winner is listening, um, me and Autumn are currently working on your selection. Uh, Just for all the listeners out there, this was a giveaway. Uh, If you didn't know, go ahead and follow us on a Dose of Magic podcast. We're going to try and do a few more giveaways than we did last year just to keep our engagement pretty high. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Our, our winner chose to do a t-shirt, so we're going to get a t-shirt, and they chose the Pocahontas scene where she has all the leaves and flowers flying around her. So we're going to cut out the silhouette, put that on a shirt, and then have like a bunch of colored leaves flying around her. So that was what the winner decided. We have the flexibility to do t-shirts and cups and other kinds of stuff like that. So if we ever do another giveaway and you want to do a custom one again, everybody hit us up. We are down to do that. So Yes, and our winner, thank you. her name was Gail, Gail Cyrus, so I... I you know, we didn't mean to be cryptic about that, but congratulations to yeah, Gail. Yeah, I didn't know if we were saying the name, so. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> to Gail for doing that. So if you are listening, congrats. And that shirt that she designed, really, she designed, you know, sounds yeah. awesome. So I can't wait to see the final product of that. So yes. thank you all for entering that. Uh, the other bit of housekeeping that we did want to mention is that Spotify has recently added ratings to their platform. So if you are listening on Spotify, or even if you're not and you have the Spotify app and you really like us, go ahead and please give us a nice rating on 
Spotify just to help us in the rankings and to show other people that, hey, the show's not not half bad, you know, not too bad. Yes, so we, exactly. we do appreciate that very, very much. Totally. But any other housekeeping before we go? I have nothing on my end. Housekeeping as an audio cool. engineer, I just edit. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Nope. If you have nothing, I have nothing. We can jump right into it. Why don't you tell everyone what we're doing today? Yeah. So Ryan hit me with up the idea that we should talk about kind of a, a potential partnership that fell through a few years back. Um, as we know, the old CEO, Bob Iger, um, is officially kind of hands off um, of Disney now, and he's kind of moved mm-hmm. on. I actually saw him in a commercial for a Fox show. So oh, really? look like he's taking a pay cut. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but um, he was actually really good friends with Steve Jobs, the the old long uh, CEO of Apple. Mm-hmm. And for a while, I think it was probably floating around there that a, a partnership was going to come between those two. So yep, we're going to kind of explore that um, and just kind of rack our brains of what we think the parks would look like now if that partnership was made five or ten years ago. Um, so I think that's our, our main topic. And then from there, we'll see where the conversation takes us as always. I feel like there's no better way to start off the year than with a dose of everything. So absolutely and yep brett's exactly right you know what if apple and disney had partnered up many years ago when steve jobs was still alive and was friends with bob Iger, and that you know they had talked about that that possibility and that was in bob Iger's memoir that he had written and that is available and he talked about you know the possibility of them happening unfortunately it never did but brett that would be such a cool partnership mainly for the technology reason, obviously, but also because both of these companies are so good at processes. You know what I mean? Like per- perfecting and creating easy processes for right. the customer experience. And both of them together would have just been absolute harmony in terms right. of customer experience. So what are some things that you think that would have be different if Apple was on board with Disney, let's say, five, eight years ago? Yeah. Well, before I, I say like my answer, do you think that we would have seen more changes in the park? Or do you think it would be a lot of like back-end changes, such as like their website and their user interfaces of like their app and things like that? Mm-hmm. Like, Do you think more changes would have came from the technology standpoint? I think you kind of hinted to that. But do you also think like we would have seen a lot of adaptations of that into the park? Um, Yeah, that's a great question too. And I think both is the answer. I think Apple brings a lot to the table when it comes to software and ease of use. And I do think that their app, the Disney Experience app, maybe may have been a little bit more different or integrated differently with with other apps um, and other pieces of technology. Yeah. I think a big place we would have seen it the most is probably in the Magic Band technology. Because if Disney had the idea of this Magic Band technology, either right around the time of the partnership or soon after, and at the same time, Apple is creating wearable technology you know, within the last five years, yeah. six years, I think it would have been a perfect time or a really cool partnership to think of what the magic band may look like today if they had started with apple technology years ago 
because we yeah. the magic band is amazing in itself and the, the what it can do and what it does is already amazing but adding the apple flair to the design and to the use of it and the technology in it i think it would be even more advanced now than what this new magic band plus design is with yeah. just a few glowing lights and interactivity around the park i think it would be even more advanced than that so that is cool that's cool to think about i think wearables would be a huge difference today if they were partnered back then. yeah i feel like the first thing that jumps to my mind that a big change would have we would have seen would have been some sort of like apple wallet integration i think they kind of have like really mm-hmm. forced that and kind of made that very simple like just double click a button and like every kind of pass or card that you need is available. So I think we would have seen, um, I know like they're just starting to kind of get into like your phones also. You're like, yeah, they just got access. into mobile. I feel like we would have now. seen that probably quite a few years before. Yes. I think, I think our room keys would be on our phone way sooner than what we're seeing them now. Not saying it's bad that we're seeing them now, but I'm saying like, Correct. None of this is like a, a dig or a, or a right, negativity. I think, it's more of just a hypothetical. Right. So I think that's the first one that comes to my mind is like the ability to like have our passes on our phones like way sooner. Um, mm-hmm. And the other one, I would think in the park, I think we would have seen a more like um, like as you walk through like the Tomorrowland like gates, like our phone would realize like where we are. Yeah. Um, and like. Because I know, like, if I'm ever driving past a Starbucks, like, my phone's like, Bloop, use your stars. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. creepy. But I know it's, like, radius-wise. Yeah, that happens so I to me think... with AMC. I have, like, Dude. a rewards stubs <laughs> thing licked up to my Apple wallet. And yeah. anytime we're in the AMC area, it's like, hey, come see a movie. And I'm like, all right. Like, I got the stars to use. Like, I should. Mm-hmm. But um, so I think we would have seen more – haptic like reactions to our phone and, and potentially a magic band. I think it would have been really cool if every time you walked through like a specific part of the like park, you'd have like a new interaction. Yep. So I think excuse me, those would have been the two big changes that jumped into my mind right away of what we would have seen. Mm-hmm. If I'm Apple kind and them partnered sooner. Of I wonder if they would have had a deeper integration of augmented reality because apple is kind of pushing that now and i'm thinking of almost like these places where you could go and like scan qr codes or whip out your camera and as you go to take a photo you know tinkerbell or something flies out digitally from behind the trees on your screen and so it almost creates this hybrid environment of oh i'm in Frontierland. And I'm about to take a photo or I'm about to record something. And then there's a digital overlay on the camera that Apple can, you know, do now. And so I wonder if that would have been a, a, a part of the technology added where every kind of like what you were saying, where when you walk into these lands, there's added layers of digital experiences that you can now interact with and share, right? right? Because the whole point is to, take these videos and memories and then share it to the world. Yeah. Do you think the My Disney app would look different? Because I, I know like Apple is big on the apps. I think that, to me, it would look different. I think we would see a lot um, 
I don't even really know what I'm trying to say. I think I think just it it would just look sleeker, I feel like. I feel like they wouldn't mm-hmm. have simplified it. I don't know if you would have gone through so many like app changes. I feel like maybe if they perfected the magic band maybe five years ago if they had this partnership, we wouldn't be seeing like all these different types of Genie Plus and Fast Pass. Because I always feel like they are finding a disconnect right now between their magic band and their app. Which is why they just went to Genie Plus, so you're kind of forced on your phone to do fast passes. I again, I think I'm just rambling, but <laughs> I think we would have seen way more simplicity in the app much sooner. Yeah, no, I totally agree that there would definitely be some changes to the app and the user interface of it, which Apple <laughs> always keeps clean and very easy to use. And I think at a place like Walt Disney World, where there are so many people from all over the world, some who are frequent visitors and others who have never been there. I think having something that's easy to use is essential. And I do think that a company like Apple would be the one who could help brainstorm easy to use apps right. for the experience, right? Now, do you think we would have had uh, a magic band with like an Apple Watch feel, like where it maybe has like a usable interface for like the time and fast passes and other things or do you think you would have seen it vice versa where like our apple watch could be our magic band that's a good question i i feel like my gut is saying that they would have had their own magic band still but it would be more techy and just have whether it's a screen or an interactivity element to it um but i have always said to you since you got you got the first apple watch out of out of us and i always said that it would be so cool if you could just go to disney and use your watch as your magic band yeah um so that is also on my mind so i don't know actually that's kind of like a 50 50 i could see both sides of it happening um so that is a good question. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like it would have been um, – it would have almost been like a really good marketing plan to have like your – I don't – see, I don't know because like I feel like would you want everybody to have a magic band so you could use it? Would you want everyone to have an Apple Watch so you could use it as your magic band when you travel? Or would you want everyone to have a magic band so it's an advertisement to get like an actual Apple Watch when you're not there? Mm-hmm. So I don't know because I see both sides. You know yeah, what I mean? Super, super interesting. And it's it's such a cool partnership to think about because I it kind of like dominoes into other thoughts or ideas, right? Because what if your watch acted as a magic band and then what if they kept brick and mortar or what if they added some sort of Disney area to the Apple store where your watch can then interact with different things at home. And so it's not just a piece of cool tech at Disney, but it's also around the world. Anytime you encounter that something that's Disney related, it has like a universal interactivity element to it. Yeah. I think would be super, super cool. Um, So it's kind of fun to go down the rabbit hole of like, oh, this technology could be, really cool 
if their partnership had worked. Now, do you think anything in the park in terms of rides would be any different or queue lines or what do you think? I think signage or anything. I to me like when I hear Apple, like, I don't nothing screams to me like new ride or like mm-hmm. ride functionality. So for me, I think most changes would have happened, like you said, maybe in a sign or in a queue. I would like, I would think that they would have like interactive features, kind of like you've mentioned, like with with an augmented reality kind of thing, mm-hmm. where you can like scan like a QR code and like you can play a game like while you're walking now. Yeah, like so I think a we game would have seen a theme. Right, like I think we would have seen more of that, but I don't. To me, like I don't think Apple brings. This could be disrespectful. I don't think they bring any like huge like wow factor to a ride. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, that's just me. Um, I, I I think it's totally fair. I think it's a good assessment. I mean, they're not a thrill ride company. Right. Not in that hospitality world their their bread and butter is the technology between the guests yes. and the ultimate experience um and i know that some of the there are some games there's like a play disney app right where yeah. you can play line play games in line but there's just something about there's something intangible about apple products and many people know this that it just it's the easier one to use and so being in not having to have an app but rather it's already the Disney app that you own and being able just to scan a quick QR code when you're in a queue and the game just pops right up for you to play for a few minutes. Yeah. Like that is just easier than having to download an app and then try to like, remember like, Oh yeah. Like there's this one little gem collecting game. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's something about it being right in your face and being like, okay, let's do this for a few minutes versus it. I don't know what I'm trying to say, like it being there because it is there. It is an option today, but there's just it's not as like prominent, intuitive, and yeah, yeah. and thought worthy. Yeah, and I think uh, again, like going back to like you said, it kind of just sparks more thoughts. I feel like order ahead would have been used way more, mm-hmm. um, like sooner and like way more like promoted. And I don't think any of that has to do with like if Apple was on board or not, but. I think they would have definitely been like, we have this ability to put this within your app to like do it. Like, are your restaurants ready for it? Yep. So, because I feel like the biggest thing with order ahead is like if a restaurant can handle it or not. Like, I feel like any restaurant at this point can do order ahead. Can like anybody can DoorDash, can Mm -hmm. they handle it? So, I think back then it would have been like, we can do this. Like, do you want it? Can you like Mm -hmm. make it functional sooner? So, I think that would have been around. And it's been around for a while, but yep, yep. I think it would have been a little bit sooner. Now, this is – I'm going to kind of break off from Apple for a okay. minute. Um, I know we always talk about sponsorships, but mm-hmm. what what brand do you think would like be essential kind of like for Apple to have a sponsorship? Like – not Apple. To have, for Disney to have a sponsorship mm-hmm. like right now in their parks. Like, like if what would one be a company, very beneficial one? Yeah, like if one company came on board like tomorrow, like what – which one do you think would have the biggest impact to Disney? That's such a good question, and I wish I almost had more time to like think of a really strong answer and yeah. come with like examples. Do you have That's one not the point of this podcast. 
Um, <laughs> no, I'm like I'm like rattling through like a bunch of companies like right now. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I asked the question, I didn't have an answer, but no, I just that, think it's, it's okay. It's a it's just a really good question, and because I think it would depend. Like I almost feel like each company would be smart in different areas. Mm-hmm. Like I think uh, like go for it. It's kind of a cop-out answer because we've talked about it before. Yeah. But I feel that SpaceX would be such a cool company to have in the future world of Epcot. Because it's a company that is truly like redoing our space travel and everything we know about it by designing and reusing rockets and landing rockets to reuse them again. Um you know, and having a partnership with them to learn about what they're doing, learn about the next frontier, trying to get people to Mars and this and that. Like that just breeds excitement and hope and adventure and exploration. And I think that that is what the space part of Epcot really embodies. And I feel like that would be such a cool place to go be hands-on and learn about different modern space experiments. Yeah, and not even that, but I almost feel like potentially just bringing on like the SpaceX Tesla team in general. Mm-hmm. Like if they could convert all their like buses to electric, like the amount of energy that they would be saving. Yeah. Like if they could take yep. like their trams that they run like in the parking lots and just turn those like electric. I'm sure there's other areas of this park that could use like one electric vehicles. But two, I think like you kind of mentioned with SpaceX, like the reusability of some of the vehicles or some of like their shows that they do, there's probably ways to like reuse or have something land differently. I don't know. Yeah. And not go through as many of a certain item. So I feel like that would just be like a really cool. Tesla to that partnership. You could also throw in Tesla and swap out Chevrolet with Test Track. Yeah. And. You know, that would make a, so much sense. Car partnership, and it's a car that has renewable energy, and it's eco-friendly, and it's for the earth, and this and that. And you know, yes, there, there's that whole thing of like, well, are electric vehicles even as eco-friendly as fossil fuel? You know, whatever. You could fall under that rabbit hole. But the point <laughs> is, everybody is widely accepted that electric vehicles are definitely where things are heading, and the more eco ecologically friendly way so i think right you know being in a park that is all about the, the you know looking towards tomorrow that both tesla and spacex would be awesome awesome partnerships so i love that you yeah said that. yeah no i like and like when i think of a company like to me like immediately like food comes to mind like if they mm-hmm. could simplistic make food simple that would be the way to do it so i to me like I must think like a DoorDash would be like really smart. Allow like people to order food like to their rooms or like the order ahead capabilities could be easier or change. So for me, I immediately think of like a food company. But that's just how I think. With a, uh, a quick food delivery for the room service element. Right. And again, like, is the, like I know, like, I was going to say, is DoorDash even just like needed? But. I guess they employ the the drivers, but aside from that, it's really just like, does a restaurant want to join the group or not? Yeah, that would be you know an interesting I mean? one because DoorDash would have to like the 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 dasher would have to have admission into the parks, so they would have to go to different 
parks, I guess. Like, if I'm in my hotel and I really want Via Napoli, I would order it and then have to wait, you know, a half hour or so for him to go yeah. grab it, go to the park, walk, enter Epcot, go around the showcase and go. It's not as, like, drive-upable as, like, a Taco Bell. Yeah. Or at that point, do you just, like, employ Disney and just have Disney be the drivers? And Yeah, like, like Disney just has their own little operation. Like That's an interesting op- idea. Yeah, I think like I think DoorDash would provide like the interface and the like capabilities of it, mm-hmm. but then Disney would just be like, "All right, we'll use our drivers and our cars," because I know they got a whole lot of minivans that didn't work out. <laughs> got a so whole I know they got stock, those a whole parking lot of minivans, turn them into <laughs> delivery vehicles. So we know Uber's not a good partnership because I tried that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, interesting. Gee, other than that, like I don't really know, like. What other good partnerships could they do? And I feel like we we did have an episode where we talked about partnerships. And is it good if, is it a good thing to have so many partnerships? Yeah, right? like do we is enjoy it smart to like seeing the Starbucks logo inside of a Disney park? Because yeah, and like something about that breaks the magic. And do you do like is it good to have like? And this is gonna sound so stupid. This literally shows that I shop at Target, but it's okay. I love Target. Me too. It's really bad. Um, is it smart to partner with like Philip Hue and have like lights that can change colors in your room or on attractions? I know that they have like industrial lights that can change. I know that people. I'm just saying, like, to provide like that smaller element in like yeah something. That's so, kind of going back to the whole Apple thing. That's another option that could have changed is the in hotel room experience because with Apple and their HomeKit and all of their smart. Uh, capabilities with Siri and all the lights. You know, Google and I have a bunch of lights here that all talk. Yeah, with we have Siri a bunch too stuff. with our Alexa. Right. So you know, with Apple having that built in, the resort experience would be a little bit different as well. Um, so that's definitely you know, adding Philips Hue could be a potential. That's like a big time partnership that they could potentially change a lot of their light bulbs out. Right. So. And, like, to me, like, I, like, owned a company or, like, a brand. Like, I would want as many partnerships as possible. I know, like, we said, like, I feel like that's not the way to do it because I think mm-hmm. we talked about that. But, like, to me, like, if you're partnered with, like, Philip Hue, right, like, I'm sure they're going to give you an amazing deal on light bulbs and save you money because you have their stuff in your park, right? So I feel like yeah. cost-effective-wise, it's smart to have a bunch of partnerships. It's smart right, to partner with Apple. Put their branding everywhere. That's the, right. That's the like it's smart to have Apple because I'm sure like they'll provide all the iPads for all these cast members. Like awesome. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you have that partnership or not, you're still going through Apple to buy them. So like, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. I think. Do you want to implement? Like, do you want to show? Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, it becomes a shopping mall when right. with all of these companies around the park, or do you? keep it minimal and just keep it the disney experience and i think i lean towards the latter as as great as these partnerships would be and apple makes sense because you know you don't need an apple logo like a starbucks logo hanging off of a sign um but yeah like the more you get into it the more i could see it becoming muddy with just branded things everywhere it just becomes a, a local mall yeah so, so I don't know. It's very, very interesting. Interesting. I know. I like thinking that. If we think of any throughout the week, I may add it to our next uh, episode. It'll just be like, hey, I thought of this one. I like this this conversation. So yeah, totally. I, loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. 
really enjoyed it. But I think it's probably a good stopping point for us right here while we kind of have a, a lull. So I'm, but everyone, thank you so much for listening. Welcome to a new year of podcast. Um, let us know. Ryan, one day this week, might throw up on the Instagram kind of changes you'd like to see or to hear. Um, I know for a while we tried to do like a ride in a restaurant spotlight. Like let us know if you want us to bring that back. Mm-hmm. Let us know if you enjoy like sectioned episodes or if you enjoy free-flowing episodes. Let us know. Like we're here to kind of provide the entertainment for you all while we also can cover the same topic. So just let us know what you want to hear. This is a year of listeners, not the year of podcasty podcasters. <laughs> um, Love it. So that'll be our our New Year's resolution is to – Go to whatever they want sure. to listen to. Try to do a little bit more of what the listeners may want to hear and yeah. you know, make it more of a democracy. So look out for the feedback polls <laughs> on our stories and be honest. You know, We love to hear it. Yeah. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And like Ryan also mentioned in the beginning, Spotify now has rating systems. And I think that's where a lot of our listeners do come from. So if you are listening on Spotify, please go ahead and leave us a rating. If you're not, please leave us a rating wherever you are if you're able to. And we appreciate you and we will see you next episode. Thanks, everyone.